How do you stay focused when starting a business without getting discouraged by the hard times? How does one measure a business's success? What did you do when your business ran out of cash to get it back on track? Well, this is great. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Questions That Entrepreneurs Ask, where I take questions from Quora, either asked directly to me, or questions that I see in the feed that I uh, take a look at a couple times a week. And uh, I try to use my 20 some odd years of experience to help give answers to questions that are being asked by entrepreneurs. And we got some good ones this week. So first of all, I just want to say thanks to those of you that are listening. I'm not sure why, but the podcast seems to be uh, getting more attention with each passing week. And so that is very cool. I don't know if that's because you're sharing it or you're telling people about it or somehow, I guess when you stand on a street corner long enough talking, eventually someone stops to listen. And I've been creating content uh, for many, many, many years. So maybe there's just an organic uh, evergreen element to it. But nonetheless, I certainly appreciate Uh, you tuning in, and I appreciate it because if you're tuning in, that means you're getting some value out of it, hopefully. And uh, if you're tuning in, maybe someone told you about it, and that's pretty cool too because some of the questions that I answer here have a uh, certain sort of bend to them, and uh, um, I try to give simple answers that are easy to understand, and more importantly, when you're done listening to an episode, hopefully you walk away going, wow, that's interesting. I can actually do something with what I just heard. So let's get started with the very first question, which is, how do you stay focused when starting a business without getting discouraged by the hard times? This, I think, you're not really an entrepreneur unless you've had to ask this question or have had feelings strong feelings, sleepless nights about this question. Uh, Inevitably, the hard times come. Every business uh, that is worth its weight in gold uh, is going to have many hard times, and they're going to come in pretty regular increments. They're going to come after you get over the hump of starting a business. They're going to come after you get over the hump of growing your business. They're going to come once you've grown your business and business has exploded. Now you don't know what to do. And then they're going to come again when business gets really tough and you're trying to figure out whether or not this is all even worth it. But the question specifically is, how do you stay focused? And I think that has to do, I've always found, let me me say this a different way. I've always thought, uh, and, and I mean, I'm a big biography reader, so I've read tons of biographies from all sorts of different people. And I've always thought that kind of the one common thread is the business always seems to be like a means to an end. And what I mean by that is, you know, the really successful business people that I've met, you know, their business was really just a means to something else. It was either a means to a lifestyle. It was a means to give them um, social credit or social goodwill that they could do something with. It was a means to provide for their family in a way that gave them the freedom and the flexibility that they wanted to be with their family. But it's the business was like a means to something else. And so when it, the hard times came, it was really kind of just more matter of fact. I mean, it, it, it still sucked and it still took a lot of work and a lot of effort to figure out how to fix the broken stuff. But once that moment had come and gone, because they do come and go, uh, they were able to just sort of keep going because they had a sort of a bigger goal in mind or a bigger purpose or whatever you want to call it. 
Um, uh, and that's how they were. That's how they were able to do it. And the ones that typically don't succeed, in my opinion, my experience, are the ones that say, "Look, this is like this is this is all I have. I don't know why I'm doing this, but this is all I have. Like I need to make this money." Um, I can't live without it. I got mortgage payments. I got credit card payments. And so, uh, you know, I just got to really, you know, I really got to do this thing with this business. But they don't really get focused per se. They might have a day or two a week where they're feeling like really motivated and they really want to do some hard work. But then the rest of the days, you know, it's, it's just not there. It's not there in their belly because the, the business is the destination, this was all they can think about. And even if their business was out of the problem that it's in, they're not necessarily any better off. And so I think for me, the key um, to staying focused when starting a business is to really understand why'd you do it in the first place? You know, it's pretty easy to start a business, very hard to run a business, even harder to do it, to do it profitably, even harder to do it when things are falling apart. And so you really do need a pretty good reason why. Um, i Ran my own business. I've worked. I work with and invest in entrepreneurs running businesses, and I can tell you that you do need. You know, everyone has their own thing, but you do need to know what your thing is. Uh, for me specifically, I originally became an entrepreneur because I just loved the romantic idea of creating something out of nothing, and it was just the the, the thrill of the chase, if you will. Um, and that worked for a while, and then I need. You know, I had a family, five kids. Uh, and then you get thinking about maybe different things in life. And now I get thinking more about, you know, how my kids are going to, you know, what, 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 I, what my um, business allows me to do for my children, hopefully grandchildren one day. And so for me, it's more of a generational thing. And I do these podcasts and I create this content because, quite frankly, I just enjoy this. I enjoy solving problems. I enjoy... Uh, helping entrepreneurs get through the really, really rough stuff. I like the aha moments that an entrepreneur will have when something comes together that that they were really fighting with. And so um, to me, I think, and, and then those entrepreneurs provide employment for people. Um, they're able to invest in the economy, keep the economy running. I mean, I've got lots of reasons why I do this, and and there's no one specific one. But I do think that you you have to understand why are you running a business? What are you trying to get out of it? And if it's just a job, go get a better one. But if it serves a bigger purpose, if it's a means to something else, then you're going to find that those harder times uh, are able are you're easier, easily more able to get through them. I'm not sure if that's proper grammar, but that you know, hopefully you get the point. Know why you do it. That's how you're going to stay focused when the hard times come. So let's get on to the next question here. How does one measure a business's success? And in this case, the question says, after eight years, our revenue is 1.5 million and 350K net organic growth. Ah, you know, how does one measure business success? You know, kind of coming off the last question and answer. Uh, first of all, how do you define business success? If... Uh, um, I'm going to stick to just the financial answer because I think that the the non-financial answer is is a rabbit hole and is going to be unique to everyone. But certainly, how do you measure a business's success from a financial perspective? Well, I kind of have this theory, and I've seen it play out, and so I'm not sure if... I doubt there's any economists that listen to this podcast um, or any certified financial analysts who might take issue with this, but I kind of look at it very, very simply, and I say, okay... Let's say that you had a bunch of money to invest. And let's say that you put that money in the stock market. What kind of return are you going to get? Well, maybe on a, a good day, depending on you know what portfolio you're picking, all that kind of stuff, maybe you get like 8 to 10%, right? 
Um, maybe if you pick bonds, you get like really low single digits. If you pick commodities, you know, you might do kind of mid single digits. It might be okay, might not be okay. But the point is there's like, there's a measure of return that you can get by putting your money into the market. And the way you get your money is you trade your time for money. So either you go get a job and you start putting money away from every paycheck, or you take your time and you go and start a business. And that business translates in that business, the time that you put into that business will translate into revenue, back out all of your costs, and then you've got profit. And so either you're making double-digit returns, and again, this doesn't like fit every business, but it's sort of just a philosophy. Um, to measure how I measure business's success quickly. So double-digit returns, meaning you should have double-digit net income. If you're a solo entrepreneur running an actual business and you're not just um, a director or, or you don't have professional managers, but you yourself are actually trading your time for a job on the organization chart, then and you own the business, you should be getting a double-digit return on your bottom line. So 10% plus is your net margin. And it doesn't matter whether you're doing million dollars a year. It doesn't matter whether you're doing $10 million a year, but if you're getting double digit net income off of your business, then I would consider that success. However, it has to go along with a strong balance sheet. So it's great if you're doing double digit returns, but if you've got a balance sheet that's just weighed down in debt and your liabilities are greater than your equity in the business and the assets that your business owns, well, then you're not successful. So I think that a strong balance sheet, meaning your assets and your equity are three times greater than what the liabilities are in your business, and you're generating double-digit net returns, you know what? That's a pretty successful business. It's There's not many businesses that can reach that point. And so if you've done that and you can do that consistently, then you're probably doing okay. And again, there's a whole bunch of other measures that you can use to really figure out what a business's success are. But if you're looking for some quick tests, there's one. Here's your bottom line, double digits. So you sell something, you back out all your costs, whatever's left over should be double digits. And then if you look at your balance sheet, are your assets and your equity three times more than the debt that you have? So if you owe $100,000 from your business, line of credit, government, whatever, do you have $300,000 worth of assets and shareholder equity or retained earnings in your business? Because that's a pretty rad business. So anyway, that's my answer to that one. And the last question is... What did you do when your business ran out of cash to get it back on track? Man, this is like, it's like what I do every day, <laughs> pretty much, in all the businesses I meet. So what do you do when your business ran out of cash to get it back on track? Well, the first thing you have to figure out is, why'd you run out of cash? What's the problem here? Is the problem that you've got too much debt and too much of your income is servicing your debt? Is it that you don't know your margins? You're selling a product for $100, but it's kind of costing you $101 to deliver it? Um, uh, is it that you don't have a great customer experience? So sales have just slowed down and yeah, I get it. People are going to say, well, no, the market changed and we couldn't react and yada, yada. But having used that excuse myself, I'm telling you that is simply no excuse. So if customers have dried up, maybe you got a crappy experience, your business doesn't do a great job at delivering the product or service. Yeah. But whatever it is, you first got to figure out why is your business running out of cash? Some of you might say, well, my customers just aren't paying me. Okay, great. So once you figured out, why your business 
is running out of cash, what the actual reason is, and that can take, that's probably the hardest part of, of figuring this out is just trying to understand like, why is my business actually running out of cash? But let's assume that you've done that. Then the next thing you need to do is look at, do we have all of our costs under control? So is every dollar that we're spending actually necessary? And for me, what I've noticed with certainly the sized businesses that I work with, um, you can't just you know, most businesses that I'm working with are greater than uh, 20 employees, usually 20, 30 employees. Um, and so by the time you're starting to cut, you think, oh, we're just going to make it one more month or two more months. You don't really lay off some managers or you don't lay off some administrators. You don't lay off an accountant or two. Um, then you, so the second thing you gotta do is figure out like where your costs are, which ones can you do without. And it's amazing because most entrepreneurs say, well, we can't do without this, 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 and this. And then, then, then my response is, well, eventually you're going to, because you're simply going to run out of money. So let's just assume that you've already run out and we're trying to get you back on track. And in order to do that, we got to make some tough cuts. So, well, this is just how we've always done it. And how are we going to do it if we cut those people or cut those resources? Well, if you want to get your business back on track, you're going to have to make those hard decisions. So that's the next thing you do. And then the third thing you do is just get to work fixing it. Once you've identified why, once you've identified how you're going to do it through your cost-cutting measures or through increasing your revenue or through some measure of both, then you just got to get to work and you got to execute quickly because it happens like very, uh, it kind of happens in the background. Like, you, you know, you think today really sucks and then a week from now sucks even more, two weeks from now even more. And that's because you keep procrastinating or you keep doing the same thing the same way and it's not producing the result that you want and so you just takes longer to get to where you're going so what do you what'd you do when your business ran out of cash to get it back on track well i typically figure out why is the business losing why does the business have no cash in the first place what do we need to do to moderate the cash flow meaning do we cut the the expenses do we cut people do we increase our sales by offering a different product or a different service do we change our customer experience do we what do we need to do? And then lastly, third thing, the most important thing is you need to execute. You actually just need to get to work doing the things that you know you need to do. So appreciate you tuning in today. Those are questions that entrepreneurs ask. Those are my answers. And hopefully you have found that helpful. And if you have, please share this, rate it, leave a comment, send a message, do something with this. Because when you do, it finds its way into the into the internet world, into other, into the iPhone or the feed or the inbox of someone else that might just need to hear the answers to the questions that were asked today. So uh, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. And we will see you next week, hopefully. Tune in next week to Questions That Entrepreneurs Ask.